Hello, welcome to Talking Stations. Today is July the 1st, and we've got some news for you. While yesterday we tried something different by bringing in some somebody who was more relatable and not an expert in their field, today we've got three experts in their field, and people that you might have died to should you go into the LOSEC and jump the wrong gates. We have today, from a previous episode, Morglum, Disco Dance from Volta. He is a masterful bops dropper and all-around great player. Yeah. Due to uh, stream issues, I'll reintroduce Aquila. Aquila from Volta. He is oh. a very capable uh, bops dropper and super dropper. He does a lot of hot dropping. Aquila. Hello. And while he is in Volta, he personally wishes to be identified as a Test Alliance FC, though there is uh, not any confirmation that he is one, but he wishes to be identified as one. With this in mind, today is July the 1st. Brundle, uh, anything going on on July the 1st today? Absolutely. It's Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to those Canadians. Happy Canada Day to those who wish they were Canadians. And happy Canada Day to those who don't even know what they are. Happy Canada Day all around. Well, today's a special day for me because I am vaccinated. And while I am certainly showing off some guns and skin, uh, there are some new skin releases today with the Starline Majestic skins. They are returning and they are here until the 7th of July. Which celebrates more of a day that happens three days after July the 1st. But let's remember, July the 1st happens first and it's Canada Day today and the skins will be more relevant, say, somewhere around Sunday. Yeah, Great. so the, the skins are up for eight halls. Uh, the Guardian, uh, T2 Amar Logistics, Abaddon, T1 Amar Battleship, Revelation, Amar Dreadout, Avatar, uh, Amar Titan, Drake, T1 Caldari uh, Battlecruiser, Crane, T2 uh, Caldari uh, Dead Space Transport, I think, and Phoenix, uh, Caldari uh, Dreadout and Leviathan the Caldari Titan. Right. And don't forget, uh, that is uh, Shen. And uh, I wasn't uh, didn't introduce myself. I'm Rundle. Hello. So we also are here uh, helping Rich. And we got Madderall in the background pushing buttons and being a overall dad figure because there's going to be an opportunity for some great jokes here today. But I will not make them out of respect for Madderall. Well, very well, then. But the most pressing events of yesterday, which are going to be covered today... The Ordinan counterbait. Yesterday, we saw, uh, while for the last week or so, there hasn't been a lot of death. Yesterday, we saw quite a bloody incident in Ordinan, which is Losek. We saw four, uh, four supercarriers, three Nixes, and one Hell die. Uh, one Apostle on Volta is dead. And we see uh, quite a few Black Ops ships uh, die in this fight. This was a uh, rather unusual incident, and we have three of the perpetrators, the orchestrators of the incident, right here on stream. Aquila, Dankai, Morg, what happened with these supercarriers? Uh, the short version of it is that the, even though they're in no handlebars, they're associated with RSA, and for the past few days, they were trying to bait our Black Ops out, and they were going to drop them uh, with theirs. But uh, we figured this out a couple of days ago, so we just asked some friends and we laid a trap for them. What was the bait? How did they plan to bait you? Uh, the bait was uh, is a pretty expensive Vaga that they were using. It had been around 
uh, multiple systems in Lone Tracker a few days before, and they busted three times doing it. How'd you figure this was a bait? I mean, looking at the fit, no normal person fits three tackle mods and three XL ASBs with no prop mod on a Marga. So, I mean, Andy not was alone. flying around a little bit suspiciously. Just Our the way version he was, was that it fit their MO exactly. Long version is we had, well, not only that to go off of, but there was also additional information that came in handy to basically prove it, prove our hunch correct. Did he? Oh my god, he did die. I don't understand why they didn't scrap the tune. My guess Neither is the first time he died, well, I know the first time he died was to a kill right, but my guess is that the kill right came from. I suspected they were polluting the killboard a little bit after buying the tune by like fail ganking something in high sec or something and then posting the kill or more the loss. However, that I guess generated a kill right and the guy put it up and then oops, a little incident happened in uh, Laturia. How did everything play out when you realized they were baiting you? Um, for the next couple of days, we well, we didn't think he would come back at first, you know. The, I mean, he had just died in that fit, and it was pretty uh, pretty burned at that point, we thought. But he did come back for a couple days, and, I mean, it's at a certain point we were just like, they keep coming back, we're going to make a play, let's do this. We do actually get the perspective of both uh, the people that got dropped on, and also you. What, uh, what's the deal with these supercarriers that they used? Uh, people uh, people have believed they were travel fit, but uh, what are they really? I, I know they're not travel fit, but what can you tell me about them? They're nano carriers. Nano they're fit for warp speed and damage. They don't need to tank. They're just going to gank and run. I see. And you can, you can see that reflected in the kind of drops they do. I mean, they like just the other day, they dropped on a snuff dude moving some caps, like two jumps from snuff's home, and then just buzzed off. And they were done, you know? Uh, well, we've got the video up here, so I'll go ahead and start playing it. We can even hear the, their comms as uh, they're playing, well, playing it out. It's uh, about six minutes long. You went to your lights? I don't Google, know yet. Google jumped in, Google jumped in. Okay. Roll call, roll call, dreads. Shitload of caps. No, no not shitload, five caps, let's go. Okay. Sign us up, jump in blobs. Jump us, jump us in. Spread the call. I'm gonna guess the... Who's gonna do it? Uh, burn off the Sino. Burn off our Sino. How far off? I don't know, like 50. Start broadcasting. Yeah, one sec. Broadcast uh, Yeah. Tackle everything. Shit. Uh, spread shit, spread tackle, spread tackle. Let me know when you want Sino. Then I slurk. Yeah, yeah, just go 50 and cloak. And Pilgrim, um, let's get the Pilgrim as well. I'm trying to kill the pilgrim, but he's getting reps from the, from the fucking apostle. Put nudes yeah. in the apostle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we go? Yeah, dude. Okay, cool, it will time. Yeah, like sign if, you, if you're ready. Yeah, lighty dude. Um, like 30 off. Like uh, 50 off, next. Dude. Yeah, let's go, dude. Light it, light it, come on, let's go. Thunder Julian. Uh, who, who are we shooting? Need Thunder Julian. Jump to Julian, so let's okay. jump to Julian. Super strong. Julian, Julian, Julian. So Apostle first, then the Nid. Mm-hmm. Broadcast the Apostle, please. Yep. Broadcast it. Align out. Align out, yeah. 
back and lit on us. It just bounce. Yeah. I'll pause it here and I'll say at this point I noticed that that's your alt that guy spotted main slurper. Yes. How did you well get everybody uh, ready so quickly? Were you in comms with them when this happened? With who exactly? Well, were you in comms with people who were involved in this drop at the time? Um, I was in comms with, I mean, we had about 10 in comms, um, but the bulk of Volta and Snuff weren't in the channel with us. But we were set up, like all the guys in the first initial drop, we were all set up and ready. We were planning to do this. All right. We'll continue. Let's go, go, go. Dying. Now, I'm curious, with uh, could he have escaped if he didn't accidentally two-cycle that 500mm micro warp drive to a line faster? Can't be certain, but most likely. Ooh. For those who do not know, the Nano Super is a super carrier that's designed to align and warp out extremely quickly. It's designed to warp in quickly, warp out quickly, it's designed for hit and run. It's not like your standard null block or super capital fight fit, which are all fit for the maximum amount of health. These ones are fit to be agile, they're fit to be uncatchable, they're fit to go in, go out in the fewest amount of time possible. And they usually fit a lot of countermeasures to, well, hopefully allow them to get out if they were caught. But we'll continue with the video. Pointed by. Keep guessing the apostle, only that dead. If you're still on grid. Broadcasting yeah. Higgs. Move the shit, move the shit. Move the shit off us. I start, uh. Keep shooting the apostle. Wally Wally the fucking apostle guys, let's go. He's done. Broadcast the Hicks. Spread news on the Hicks. New two. If you can bounce with the super when you need the Hicks off. Broadcast new Bring uh, out um, anti cup anti sub fighters. We'll swap out and we'll be guessing Hicks. We can get out of here. So keep broadcasting Higgs, keep casting them. This one is the primary. Pretoria. Okay, it's primary. Pretoria, okay. Unlock Zealots, unlock all the shit, and just Higgs. Then Melita. <laughs> Broadcast it. Make sure you're scooping your fighters, putting long range ahead. And just put in nukes on everything. My Nyx is going down, it's down basically. Hmm? Yeah, keep guessing, boys, keep guessing. Let's get something out. Fucking shit, so many hicks. We got it. Finally, dude, Jesus. Yeah. Keep trying to guess. Oh, uh, Blobs as well. Pretoria is like not dropping at all. He's probably dropped some local, probably. No, he's going, he's going. Pretoria. 
supposed to look. I did. <laughs> Yikes. If you guys take it up, there's, there's no probe blobs, right now. If there's blobs, like, you can stuck in that. Yeah. That's set up. Finally. Okay, this guy calling us idiots. Wow. Kinda rude. After feeding you a couple of supers. Wow, rude. How many supers? Three? I yeah. I, lost one. I got out. I was uh I saw a scram on my super, so hey, I was like, are you cloaked? Are you cloaked? I'm okay. cloaked, I'm cloaked. Cool. Okay. There's no probes, no probes when I cloaked. Okay, dude. Oh, are you at jump cap right now or right now? Yeah, I'm at 75. Okay, just chill for now. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Delete that shit. No, no, because we gotta put out this, the fucking video first, so they can't fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just that shit. Get ahead of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I love Well, we'll have your video playing in the background as I, I've got some questions for you guys, because... Well, I'm actually surprised how calm they were throughout all of this, because the entire time they were just tr trying to newt off Hicks, get themselves off. I've seen a video of somebody losing their supercarrier before, and that would be the Revenant loss by Sir Edmund. And when, as soon as they saw the Tengus landed, everybody panicked, and, and things got really awkward, but these guys, they didn't panic at all. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the short of it is that, like, in the Sir Edmund video, when Jay gets tackled, that not exactly used to getting counter-dropped. It's in a safe home region. They expect it to be safe. RSA know what they're getting into when they're doing this. They know that if they fuck up, they die, and they know exactly what they need to do to maximize the chance they get out. So they're just, they're just doing that, and they're doing their jobs. Could they have done this better? Uh, after the point... So there's plenty of mistakes they made before jumping in, before lighting that sign up, which ensure basically... Those were the mistakes which cost them their supers. After they jumped in, uh, I think they, they could have shot the Sino first, maybe, but even then it wouldn't have made much of a difference. So I think they played well after the jump in, but it was the mistakes before that which led them to dying. I, I see five supercarriers on grid. One of them got out, four of them died. Well, we talked about the one which double-cycled its micro-warp drive instead of single-cycling. What about the others? Th uh, other, yes, other three. Could any of those have gotten out, or were they doomed? As soon as they landed, grid. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they bumped. At least two of them bumped. I know that for sure. When I was warping in my Sino, I saw two supers going 500 ms. But I think the other one, maybe. I don't know. I, I guess we'd have to look at it again. But by at least that explanation, at least two would have been most likely doomed. I was going to comment on how calm they were too, and at the end they clearly knew, they clearly knew what happened, right? Uh, and, and they were um, even saying that. What I find interesting, what I'd like to know actually is, when did you guys know you had the upper hand? Like at what point? When they brought their supers in, you knew, hey, they overplayed, or was it even before that? Like, when did you know this is going to work for us? Because like, as you pointed out, in the video, they think this is all going good for them up to a certain point. 
when did you know it was going to go right for you? Way before that or when? Could you give us some insight onto that? Uh, pretty much for us, we had planned all this out. So the second they jumped their blops in, we knew at the minimum we would get the blops. Like, uh, we were never worried, at least through that. It was all as we expected it to be. Was that facts to ensure they jumped in a super because they, well, they wouldn't be able to do much with facts on grid? With bl- just blops as there. Yeah, uh, it, it was basically there to force their hand. I have to say, it, it's, yeah, they use, it's kind of impressive, especially with the GFs in local uh, at the we end. We frequently use faxes on. But I mean, it, we were also dropping out of Vargers, so I mean, we dropped faxes on Vargers from time to time to begin with, though. To newt them out, or is that just to hold? Well, no, you can't newt out a Varger. I mean, he's, his guns at least. I mean, he's going to keep shooting. So, I mean, just to hold grid, yeah. Usually uh, to avoid feeding the Sino, because oh yeah, enforcers be expensive. Okay. So, well, so here's the here's the other question for you. You know, they're, they're, we just commented all of us, you know, how calm they were. What was your comms like? In all honesty, similar, very calm, or were you guys like flipping your more excited? During it, we were a little excited, but of course, the still we were still getting the job done because the fight was still on the way. Right. After it, we were we were pretty ecstatic that it went as well as it did. Yeah. Everything that they lost, uh, were you able to secure all the loot, or what happened with everything they dropped? Uh, we got all the loot. Yeah. So, so one thing interesting is the uh, is the apostle that's fit. It's not a self wrapping fit; it's a, a buffer fit. So it's prepared to uh to handle dps so it's made to last longer than uh than a self-wrapping fit well tell me about uh, rsa in this group and you guys because i've understood in the previous time they've killed snuff and they've killed uh, various times and baited them out with various impressive baits such as this proteus account which was really clean looking and the minikawas and even a friend of yours, Nix, twice. But whenever the going gets tough, it seems you, well, with the low sec groups, with uh, RSA, with Snuff, and uh, with Baltram's group, they, if anything threatens them or their friends, they always just close ranks and then they protect each other. But in the peacetime, you, well, you're trying to kill each other all the time. What's the relationship between you two? We have, well, uh, as far as Snuff, I actually really don't have a great idea of our of Snuff's relationship with them. But as far as our little dropping group, we have no relationship with them at all. Snuff and um, Snuff and No Handlebars are I, the best guess I could offer is that sometimes like they work together on big timers. Well, it's pretty clear they are definitely not blue to each other. No. I think overall it's a pretty good lesson in you know how hard uh, baiting and counter baiting can be. Even if there's no master in the uh, in the loop at all, things can be hard. Oh, uh, my sometimes God. it goes the right way, and there's no jokes there. Despite what Abby Rova, who some of you recognize, or is prompting me to do in the background, I am completely behaving myself with those jokes, or lack thereof well, jokes. I, I'm curious. You say uh, going back to the apostle, the apostle you uh, used to save the signer to prevent dying and losing a enforcer there have been enforcer changes now yesterday in the previous episode myself and chen we speculated on the fact that not many people use the enforcer it's, it's expensive it's awkward to use it's slow how do you feel about the enforcer buffs 
does this change anything you do on your uh, account? Well, I'm probably one of the only idiots on the server who uses this stupid thing. But for, to me, the Enforcer is just the best of a bad bunch. And yeah, I mean, the slight speed buff is pretty good. I guess it's you know it's it's going to be a little bit faster than a brick. I guess it's just a, it's still basically a brick, but yeah. Um, the, the extra power grid, maybe. I mean, you notice on that fit, there's a Fed Navy and an Imperial plate. You can just do two Imperial plates. That's like maybe a couple extra EHP. All told, pretty minor changes for me personally, but I mean, at least it's not a nerf, right? <laughs> Which well, 2021 that... is, I mean, you know. The 2021 has nerfed a lot of things with dropping. Yeah. Have the. No, go ahead. Well, go, yeah, you were going in the same place, Rich. Go ahead. I, I was going to definitely go in the same place. Uh, the, the, the big one is the decloak devices. Uh, how they affected you guys? Do you uh, have problems with uh, potentially dropping as a result of these? I don't uh... encounter them very often. Um, to us, we view them more as just a tool for idiot trolls to use, but, you know, we don't really encounter too many of them. I personally have yet to see one. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that true on the hunt for, for hunting and counter hunting? Like, you know, the, the number of iterations, I mean, there's just the straight up, um, you know, cloaky campers for, for monitoring, but like, is there a, is there a role for this or what about like with the new drug as well? Maybe, you know, where it extends the, the duration of the cloak uh, and I, there's the gotta be some drug. impact somewhere, right? The new drug is it's a band-aid solution which doesn't even solve the problem. So as far as I'm aware, its current implementation on CC is that it increases the time your cloak is stabilized to 45 minutes. So he's a, it's a, that's a slight improvement because it means that the 30-minute maximum red timer of super capitals can be waited out while you're still cloaked, guaranteed. But it, like... Yeah, technically that's helped, but in reality, you still it, the drug's expensive. You still have to take it before you cloak, um, and forty-five minutes is still not enough time in most cases. So, at least in regards of using cloaky capitals and super capitals, uh, the change is still crippling, even with its newest iteration. Uh, in regards to cloaky camping, as we've said, like when we were all seeing the stats, we all panicked, thinking yeah, this is the end of it. But the reality is, uh, we haven't actually seen that many of them so far. Like, yeah, as that guy says, I've seen one of them being used. So. Well, we live in low sec. In null sec, they're more common, I'm told. Yeah. I lost an Arazu to one, actually. Epic. You got outplayed. Going to AFK and flying dangerous staging. Oh my god. Well, Akula, you did have a super carry. You had a hell. And you had a really interesting story of how you got that hell. Yeah. Mm Hmm. I was uh, giving it for free, as long as the injectors to fly it as a present for joining goons. Do you still have it? Uh, no, I sold it, because, quite frankly, the way I primarily used it was in NullSec, and I, I sold it before the announcement of the drug, but honestly, with that reveal, I, I don't regret it. It's basically, for my use, it's been turned into a 30 billion as paperweight. What about, well, you drop, uh, dropped your super with some friends and other people. Have they decided to quit it because of the decloak changes and the drugs? Uh, well, hopefully the drugs remedy them, but have they decided to call it quits because of the decloak device changes and addition? I'm uh, going to be honest, Chief. They quit the game long before that. They, didn't, uh, they don't log in to see the result of that. Oh, damn. Yeah. They, 
there is one guy that I am really curious how this will affect them because I've seen them in local, and they are a complete enigma. Nerixa and their hot dropping revenant. Does anybody do you think uh, this will affect their ability to do anything? Unlikely. I mean, he's still dropping. To this I'm day, surprised. he just killed the hell. I think the other day. Uh, let me. Uh, well, let's check. I'm surprised he. Well, uh, did you ever do any drops with him, Aquila, or who does he drop uh, with? Danke, I think, has done some a with him, ago. but yeah, it's a long time ago. I I've mean, never dropped really, with him. my take, at least in the context that he's using his super, is that I mean, he doesn't really have a whole lot to worry about as long as I mean, he, it just means he has to think at least somewhat about where he's going to cloak. I'm and surprised nobody's is, but caught him out. I feel that it would only really come into play if someone actually made a really solid effort to try and catch him. That would, you know, they would have to send a lot of probers around, follow all his sinos around, force his hand into decloaking, you know. Has anybody come close to catching him? I'm surprised nobody's tried something like logging off a, a hick on something or try to bait him out. He... Checking on his keyboard, he has not lost a single super carrier. All these, all these lost so far are, well, some fighters. That's fighters. It. He is. He has not lost anything otherwise. Has nobody? Uh, what's what's the problem with baiting him out? I mean, the first problem is that the revenant itself is. It's, it's such a slippery ship. It's insanely tanky. It's insanely fast. You can't scram it to slow it down. And at least with his fit, he's got very expensive officer smart bombs on it, which make it essentially impossible to bubble. It also aligns in 8 seconds because of his 10,000 MN AD. Oh, no. How fast does That's it go? Uh, well, I don't know his exact fit because quite obviously he hasn't revealed it. But overheating with skirmish links, overdrives, and high-grade snakes, he's like 1.1k a second. The speed of a revenant on AB depends greatly on the fit and also yeah. the pod. And understandably, he hasn't revealed either. What about uh, what about hick points and webbing him down? Does that do anything? Uh, well, supers have fifty percent web resistance across the board, so it's you can slow him down by webbing him, but it's difficult, and you're going to need very expensive uh, Vindy webs, which uh, the supers kind of eat Vindy's. Uh, Vigils or vigilance and dead elves alive, so it's going to be hard to keep him wet for long. Yeah, sure. and I'll, I'll, I'll give it a Nolsec perspective. Like, I think we have encountered him uh, in Nolsec before. Essentially, what uh, happens is that, like, as long as he's out of our space, we're, we're 100% fine with him. Like, there's no point to chase him as a Nolsec alliance as long as you're sure that he doesn't hurt, harm you in any way. But that's uh, pretty much what he does, he just endlessly drops ruffles and supers. Well, I have to say, no, he's he's done more than that, because uh, right here, he's also dropped uh, Vitone and Maxine Antilles in their two Vargas. And I know the story behind this, because these two found a Nidhogger, pointed it, and then uh, right on top of them... Uh, let's see, they probably posted it. A rapier logged in and pointed the well, grabbed the both of them, and they both died. So the man, well, he's... He's got old accounts through the roof, and he's even got bait accounts set up. Uh, bait, probably, in, well, definitely injected. 
a Nidhogger. Unfortunately, that Nidhogger is not on Z-Kill, so it remains clean for now. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, we can... his thing is that he, he likes having the drone lands as his hunting area, and if people compete with him and try hunting what he sees as his kind of stuff, he, he just kills them. And he's pretty damn good at it, so... One yeah. uh, quick question back on the uh, on the uh, the drug, right? So just a kind of an introspective, all three of you guys, I'd like to answer. How much time would you want the drug protection to, to go out to to make it worthwhile for you guys to be excited about it existing versus uh, it's not important? Uh, I mean, one and a half to two hours, if not longer. How long does it currently last for? 45 minutes, I think. For oh, me, God. I am not at all excited about any possibility with that it, like it, we talked about earlier how it's basically a band-aid like i don't i don't want it to be a consumable there isn't really very many contexts in which i would seriously think about using it yeah like for nonsec uses uh for pick alliances for example if you're in test or if you're in papi in general you have to test uh keep starching which doesn't really require you to really like jump supers and cloak them uh, midway so it's really for small alliances who has supers but who doesn't have uh, a keep start to contain them um, and they have to move it somehow which is rare to be honest okay all fair well i think we've covered all of that uh dango we'll be moving on to other parts of the show if you you mentioned that you may take your leave after talking about what happened in Ornanen. No, I'll just listen. It's okay. Sure. That's fine. Well, uh, aside from these supercarriers, another supercarrier did die, and that supercarrier belonged to... Uh, Literally Triggered, who is part of Winter Coalition. And it's sloughed out again, and they've been able to kill multiple supercarriers, uh, well, supercapitals in Fraternity recently. Apparently they've begun a well, full-scale deployment to attack Fraternity and Winterco. Uh, I think part of that is Norris is on vacation, so <laughs> Fraternity is kind of like chilling out right now uh, without their leader really like engaged. So maybe that's part of the reason. I, well, they, they were attacking at uh, 1807. That would be... Oh, that's really... That's not a that's not a time strong time for the Chinese time zone fraternity at all. I mean, with that fit, they can't do anything if they were, if, if it wasn't a strongest time zone. It's got like no tank. Oh. Yeah, this is a standard standard uh, riding fit. Uh, you see, don't damage amplifiers, faction ones, in uh, in in low slots, and you see tracking speed. Um, usually, this kind of fit you it dies like instantly almost for with dread bombs um, or looks- either he so technically what should he what he should have done is have uh, a nester in his ship, ship maintenance bay and then he should have all the standard fit yeah see, so he has standard fit in his fleet hanger but he didn't have it on him at the time ah this is based on the nullsec fit uh, sorry nullsec fleet fight fit except obviously the mid slots are switched to help make ratting much easier yeah so so that means he either he doesn't have a an ester or he was panicking, uh, but he has a fit in his uh, fleet hanger. I'll check his killboard to see if he's lost a nester. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, didn't lose that a nester. So either they picked up the nester, which I feel is unlikely, or it, he panicked. Well, he didn't have one at all. Yeah, he didn't have one. Well, I, 
the, I like to just draw the comparison between this hell and the hell lost in on, and you can see the completely different fits. Uh, capital hyperspace velocity optimizers versus uh, core field defense extenders. Uh, this one is made to be uh, agile, only having two de drone damage amplifiers, and this one is made to well have be tanky. Actually, that one is a Nick, so it's not a good comparison. We'll compare it with their hell. So this hell, you can see it's got inertial stabilizers, got a damage control, it's got a bit of damage amplifiers, but all of its high slots and mid slots and its rigs are completely different. In uh, this is a PvP fit, this is made to do a hit and run, it's got scan res uh, bonuses to help uh, hide it when it warps off, it's got the 500mn to help it line faster, and this one, well it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to help it line faster, it's got omnidirectional tracking links to help it deal and apply more damage. Uh, so with this fit, like, this is ties into the idea of uh, Nozick, we're armed farmers, we're not professional soldiers. So he can use this hell to farm during peacetime, but when when it's a strata or let's say M2 type of fight where we need all supers on, on, uh, on the front line, you can quickly refit. Uh, so if you change the rig, you have to destroy them, so he leaves the, he leaves the rigs on, but everything else can change with uh, one swap, one one click to swap things. Yeah, with these and everything that's fitted, it's lean, it's mean, it's well, it's a killing machine. How much killing did they do with these before they died? Because you can take a look at the uh, Soy Boys Cobalt Corporation. They like just the day before they killed a Snuff Revelation and Rockwell. So it's fair to say they were on quite a streak before we ended it. Well, I don't really doubt. I'm sure they won't stop. Just don't oh, of course not. Have they replaced everything, or are they still reading from the loss and trying to replace? Sefi has apparently already oh. replaced his hell, or replaced oh. his nix with a hell. Oh, hopefully he aligns out faster with a hell compared to a nix, but he'll be losing out on that damage. So I have a question: How do you handle the panic? Uh, well, never mind. It's a it's a battle war call. <laughs> it also died on a gate where it cannot panic. Yeah, it deserves it. <laughs> this uh, for people who are wondering why this Rockwell is fit so strangely. It has one, two, three, four, five, five uh, heavy warp scramblers. These are the battleship plus only modules. Uh, they have scramble strength of six, so five times six is thirty, uh, more than enough to hold down super capitals. This is what uh, he's used to... Hmm? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure these guys were on the way to kill the Ragnarok in Fortac H when they got caught. I, I think I probably don't think better. so. Hmm. I think they were just moving to the uh, deployment spot in Ob. That The two gates... So the Rakapas is snuffed out's home, but this guy gated two jumps for extra range. When he was moving, just to save himself some time, some topes. Don't really blame him. We do the same thing all the time. But you know, in this case, those guys were watching, and he didn't have an outsign already. It seems. Is there a way for him to? Well, if he had an outsign already, he would have gotten out right. This, or would they have been able to point it with something else? He would have probably been able to get out. Uh, it really depends on server ticks, to be honest. Unless there are some details that I'm missing. Um, the. Well, you can you decloak on one server tick and then you jump the next server tick, so you shouldn't be lockable if you play perfectly and sign out on a gate. Yeah, if there's lag, well, it has a huge signature radius, so for battlefield, you can use tunnel, basically. 
it depends on the server, like if you're lagging or not. I've seen people loot, like get caught on, on gates too. Well, then people also screw up getting caught on gates when they jump the gate and they have a session timer and then they immediately decloak and try to jump. That can get you caught because you can't jump till your session changes up. But if you do it, if you do it correctly, you can't be caught doing that. Are these all are these all secrets and and lessons learned from mistakes or? Um, not sure. I've been caught doing that. I don't do it like all the time, but like to be honest, this is more like knowledge that you're supposed to learn. It's basically he knows there is a risk. And he took it. If he just spent a bit more isotopes, he can just jump that extra two jumps, I think. Yeah, it's a time saver. And the rogue has an extra range, too, for, for jumping. It's 10 light years. Shen, I understand you have a alt account in Weapons of Mass Production who've recently left Pure Blind, attempted to take up a Sov and Geminate. They weren't able to get a beachhead up or set up anything, and they, or they've left Geminate. Where have they gone now? Uh, so they're joining a red concrete uh, in Providence, probably. So they're deploying to a Mars base. So, so basically, the history is they started in Gemini, uh, in, in Genesis, Losec, and they moved to Pureblind, grow there for I think a few months, and they were too big for one constellation. They moved, so they tried to move to Gemini, but they sold everything before they moved, so it's a gamble. And they lost that gamble in Geminit. And now they're retreating back to HiSec. And now they made a deal with RC to, to move to Providy properly. We've previously had Thanok on the show. He was a great guest. And what happened in Pure Blind? Well, Aquila, you're from Volta. You have the other side mm -hmm. of perspective. So uh, clearly, uh, my perspective is going to be very biased. But the situation in Pure Blind before Womp left was that. Uh, we they had their own constellation, and while initially, well, for the most part, they weren't blue with Volta, they were very briefly. Uh, we didn't bother them that much. We didn't poke their structures. We would shoot them occasionally, but by and large, we just let them be because there was some nice content on our doorstep. We have no reason to evict them. Uh, and the trouble sort of started when I'm not sure who reached out. If we reached out to them, or they reached out to us, but they joined the Volta Coalition, the Greatest Trash Community, for about a day before Fraternity completed the shield reinforcement timer on their staging quarters are and told them that if they didn't want it to die, they had to leave uh, the GTC and reset Volta. So they ended up doing that just like basically a day after being blue with us. And I think a few more weeks passed and they decided that the deal they were getting in Pure Blind wasn't very good and that they would be better moving to uh, Gemini and to invade there against a dark side and tissue. As it turned out, the deal they were getting in Pure Blind was pretty good, and they soon learned what actually being harassed was. Uh, yeah, didn't go hmm. so well for them. Yeah, it was it was a shame to see it. I wanted to see them, I guess, take up Sov in a completely different region and grow, but unfortunately, this is a bit of a growing pains, and they're now in Wrecking Crew. Well, speaking of Pure Blind, I have to. Uh, apparently, the fraternity invasion of Pure Blind is uh, delayed again, another month. So, not just yet. Will you be, uh, well, in the fleets during the Pure Blind invasion, Aquila, or is that not your thing? Um, I'm not a fan of F1 pushing, but. Please uh, burn our home. 
that, but I mean, if the fleets get interesting, I, which they were at the start, I recall some fight where Fraternity fed about 120 bill over SFTO. Uh, like, uh, I think we fed like 20. It was a huge dunk for us. And if we get more fights like that, then I'll definitely show up because that looks fun. Well, I'm uh, I'm out of ideas. I'm out of things to discuss. Is, does anybody else have uh, something that they might have found interesting? So just put it in perspective for, like, say, a normal player, what does it mean for fraternity to move into, let's say, Pure Blind? So in Pure Blind, there are two NPC constellations. One is for Sisters of Eve, one is for Marju's Legion. So the special thing about Marju's Legion is uh, their ship, uh, the Garmer, the... Um, the like the other the battleship and the cruiser so those two those three ships you can only guide, uh, get their bbc either from low sec belt random uh belt ratting or doing missions here so if fraternity actually comes in and do the same farming that they have done in veils of silent that means the the, the price for the bargains will drop right so maybe something we can look forward to to buy the, the bargains again my knowledge and the uh, nester too it's probably unfortunately because of the fact it's uh npc space they can't evict the people who've lived there for such a long time they can't evict they technically can't evict vandalogs out of it but they can well certainly make life hell for them well th- that's the whole point <laughs> to make the li- to make their life as hell and they will leave automatically i you know what i want to see uh, volta invade because I want to see new residents. I want to see new people to kill in EC Tech Pietar. Do you not like our Marauder Blobs, Rich? Absolutely not. I, I am I am sick and tired of TikToks. It, no, he doesn't use a Varg. He uses a Paladin. I am sick and tired of seeing his pa- uh, Paladin and that Loki in the ESS. I know what it is. I know what he's doing. I'm not falling for it. Try on someone else. Sounds like you need to get better and learn to fight his Paladins. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what, I want some of the renters to start fighting uh, me more, because they tend to run away. Hey, I mean, if you want a guaranteed fight, you can always go to frat space. Might blob you, but they'll certainly undock. But with that, I, I'm not too sure if I have anything left. Did, did we uh, cover everything for the, what happened in Ornanen, or is there something that you, any of you guys want to talk about that happened there? Silence sounds like the majority. Sounds like sounds like the majority. Well, I th- uh, believe that's everything today, unless uh, something is happening right now. No, I think we're gonna. Uh, if we're done, we're gonna raid uh, nth dimensional. We're gonna move on and uh, give the audience uh, something else to watch. Well, thank you very much, Aquila, Dank Guy, uh, Morgan, for coming on to talk about what happened in Ornan and the well, probably one of the greatest counterbaits of all time I've seen. Uh, I certainly will have to be. I certainly want to talk to Rusky and uh, hear uh, with him what's happened. Though, uh, when I do that, I don't know because Baltrum is way addicted to playing uh, other games. I haven't been able to talk to them recently. But I believe that's everything we have uh, for today on Talking In Stations. Thank you, everyone. Happy Canada Day.